0: Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. If you had a mullet, it would be out of business in the front and party in the back. Sorry about tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point of the wife beater?
1: Live from Texas, this is the Dry Wine Farmer Podcast. You hear that? It's Brent and Landon, and this is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast.
0: Oh, sorry. That's the wrong that's the wrong mythical creature. I think I just saw him last week. But uh hey guys, this is Brent Carlson and this is the Dry Line Farmer Podcast. And with me as always, my number one co-host, Landon. Landon, what's going on in the in the world of grain merchandising?
1: Oh, not much. It's pretty slow right now. There-
0: Shipping grain. Has when is anybody ever asked a grain merchandiser what's going on and has there ever a response ever been oh not much has it ever been anything <laughs> other than that because <laughs> i mean you're not actually a grain merchandiser but you're a yeah no i'm just a I'm just a lowly bookkeeper a lowly book well I, I would give you a little more credit than that come on man i mean jeez but, um, no, Landon sounds like Landon's doing great and um, doing great at his job. But, yeah, guys, this is, like I said, the Dry Line Farmer podcast. This is the global ag network that we're a part of, and we're going to go ahead and get that out of the way. We've got all kinds of places you can find us. That's uh, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, of course, and I'm going to reach or tweet out the episode link on Twitter, at Trader Brent, and Landon will probably retweet it at what? No twit, Landon, 44. No twit, Landon, 44 is right. I'm glad you got that correct this time. Well, guys, it's uh it's an interesting time, and uh, it's always great to get off in a little fantasy when we can from time to time in the time of COVID, and let's see how many times I can say time before the first three minutes of this episode is out. But um, Landon, any interesting or uh scary sightings or encounters that you've had in your life over these last however many years?
1: Oh man, man! You, let me think on that. And I mean, midgets
0: you, don't count. So
1: you tell you tell your story. Let me think on that for a
0: bit. <laughs> I don't have a story, although the last was it the last two nights in a row, right after bedtime, our ten year old has come back in our room and asked us if the if there are any snakes in the house. So apparently we've got a sleepwalker on our hands because the last two nights in a row. About 20 minutes after he uh, supposedly falls asleep, he comes and asks us if there's any snakes in the house. And our house is, uh, I mean, it wasn't made in the 21st century, but it was made not too long ago. And it's pretty tight, so we don't really have any snakes, bull snakes, rattlesnakes, or any of that type of reptile get into the house other than this We have the moth apocalypse in May, but uh, other than that, it's pretty, uh pretty stout and a stable house, so... Um, We've had 10-year-old sightings the last two nights, but it's a pretty quick, and uh, we, it comes to a pretty quick resolution. We just send that little Sasquatch back to bed. So, um, no, you know, I've never had, I can't say I've had anything where I thought I saw a UFO or I thought I saw a monster. I, Other than nightmares, it's been a pretty, which I mean, I think, and we'll get into this, because um, we're talking Bigfoot this week. But it looks like Bigfoot is um, synonymous with any place that has more than one tree per square mile, like the Texas Panhandle does, because I guess that's because they can hide behind them. I don't know. But uh, so, yeah, we're going to get into Bigfoot now. uh, Have you come Have you come up with anything, Landon? Uh, Have you come across any memories?
1: Craziest thing I've ever seen. And you probably won't believe this, but it did happen and this wasn't really scary it was just it was just very shocking so one year i was probably 7 or 8 we got just this huge rain
0: no i don't Atlanta. i don't believe that <laughs> yeah yeah it was crazy I don't believe it so anyway that so second. we
1: were down down from the international house you give that draw you know with the creek
0: yeah yeah i'm okay, aware
1: okay so so we're down there's me my dad and my brother we're just watching this creek run i mean it's tons of water so we're sitting there for maybe Twenty minutes, kind of just watching it, talking, looking at the and look at the, the water. All of a sudden, a fish hops up and back in the water.
0: Yeah, they'll do so that. This creek,
1: this creek is dry though. This creek doesn't have water in it. That, so okay, you know, no. Well, I said like nobody would ever believe that, but I think the old Kershaw place had water had a had like a little pond that goes in the creek, and he always had fish down there. So maybe. Maybe it was one of those.
0: That back west to Old Man Williams' place?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You turned back by the old creek. Yeah. (laughs) The old old stump road. No, but that was probably the craziest thing I ever saw. There's another time I thought I saw a bobcat on my grandmother's place, but before I could get up there, it was in the corn. Probably a coyote, but it just looked, it didn't look like a coyote. The tail looked long and thin, like real long.
0: I'm surprised (laughs) you don't say coyote.
1: No, mountain lion, not a bobcat. It looked like a mountain lion because it had a long tail yeah i always say coyote
0: uh, i didn't know Not you always. i didn't know you went that way but um well yeah no you know probably yes, the ra- <laughs> the r- rarest animal i've seen here is bald eagle i've seen them maybe twice two or three times ever you know the whole time i've lived here which is forever so um and there they stand out i mean they are a lot bigger we have a lot of these what are they red-tailed hawks landon or i don't know what you call them exactly oh yeah I'll I mean, have-
1: you get plowing you'll have like 40 of them. Oh, yeah.
0: But are they red tailed hawks? I don't know.
1: I just know they're always judging how crooked I'm plowing.
0: (laughs) Just wait. They're just waiting. Do they ever land on your tractor and wait for you to turn something over? You know, and you, and you, and you, or you like plow under a big weed and it exposes this poor family of rabbits and they just freaking demolish (laughs) these rabbits by uh, starting by piercing their eyes out of their skull. Yeah. It's a. You know, but you don't want like to you say that. But the tech like game's on, so you don't eyes, want to lose it.
1: The eyes are the testicles of the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've never heard that. I always heard Cause that. <laughs> oh, because I've always heard the eyes are the windows to the soul, yeah. <laughs> the testicles to the face. Yeah, I mean, if you do get poked in the eye, it kind of does. Feel like a nutshot. So, um, that's
1: what, that's what Dwight Schrute says when they go to Ithaca, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Utica, Utica,
0: Ithaca, Utica. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: have, I have to do something to his eyes.
0: <laughs> and if you touch a hair on Stanley's head, we'll burn Utica <laughs> to the ground. Just uh, take
1: her to a hotel, climb on top of her, and think of Stanley.
0: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Stanley, your heart sucks, and you crush your wife during sex. Boom, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, um, so yeah, so we came across this, a uh, couple maps here, of Bigfoot reported location. And it's, again, it's pretty synonymous with the uh, landscape of where these places are, um, are found. And this guy at PR ranch, his, uh, I don't know what you call it. It's not his handle, but he's King of Boggle. I've never been a boggler. That's a... Uh, i guess that was always a little above my head or over my head so um but he's kind of the one to thank for this so um we're gonna get into bigfoot sightings we've actually got a uh sponsor this week it's uh what's it, let's see is it it's richard dingleberry's nuts and <laughs> uh, hardware store sorry i forgot the last part of it but um Richard Dingleberry's Nuts Hardware Store. It was nuts and bolts and they had to cancel off the the bolts part. But um so he's going to bring us a, a little message here and he bought a spot bought some airtime and uh we're going to have that and then it's Bigfoot time on the Dry line Farmer podcast. Oh yeah hey everybody richard dingleberry here for richard dingleberry's nuts and bolts hardware store we are a not only a nuts and bolts kind of place we've got all your plumbing needs we've got male fittings female fittings we've also got ha <laughs> ha nipples two inch nipples three inch nipples all the way out to a six inch nipple you try saying that in a big city and see what kind of look on your face you'll get from them city slickers that don't like to hear words like male female and nipple richard dingleberry's nuts and bolts hardware store open tuesdays through wednesdays every other month richard dingleberry's nuts and bolts hardware store all right richard thanks for that uh thanks for that sponsorship time we really appreciate it when uh uh, you um entrepreneurs get in here and really uh, really show the world how the world works. So um how everything goes. Well, guys, it's time for a little uh Bigfoot. I don't know what kind of music I'm gonna have to play here, but it's some kind of I don't know X Files slash Unsolved Mysteries, something that spooks people into uh get you into the mood. So uh, we don't get people into the mood that many times on scary subjects. Not that we're gonna make this scary or anything, but um I mean after all we are talking Bigfoot and things that probably don't exist. But Nonetheless, here we go. It's Bigfoot on the Dryline Farmer Podcast. All right, so we've got our we've got our Bigfoot report locations up. I got my map here, and uh, so before we go any further, we're going to delve into what Wikipedia has to say about Bigfoot. Now, Bigfoot, I'm going to try to see where the first time a quote bigfoot sighting or some kind of a uh, similar sighting hit was uh, first originated so the origin of the bigfoot named and let me tell you something before i even get into the origin of bigfoot of the bigfoot name do we really need more than a one sentence description of how the bigfoot name came about i mean it's pretty self-explanatory of why Bigfoot is named Bigfoot, but I digress. So the name Bigfoot first gained renown by a Wyandotte chief with that nickname in the 1830s, who derived his name from the immense size of his feet. Dun, dun, dun. His height. is, you know what they say about big feet. Yeah. (laughs) They got big (laughs) shoes. His height considerably exceeded six feet and his strength, was represented as herculean later in the 19th century Lakota leader Spotted Elk was also called Chief Bigfoot in the late 19th and early 20th centuries at least two enormous marauding grizzly bears I didn't know grizzly bears could maraud That's that's, oh, yeah. that's interesting I, I've seen they can
1: also They can also climb faster than they can run
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've seen frolicking polar bears but I've never seen a marauding grizzly bear <laughs> uh, but there were these marauding grizzly bears were widely noted in the press and each nicknamed Bigfoot. So wouldn't it be Big Feet? But I guess not.
1: You think so? This may hey, have been. Brent, before, before we get too far into this, do you, do you believe in Bigfoot?
0: Why not? I mean, why not? We got to believe in something, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's Jesus. We've got that. I mean, we've got that settled. Okay, but I mean Bigfoot. You you come on, man! It's like Kevin said, you gotta believe. But uh, um, of course, they were talking about a screensaver, so that's a little different belief system. But um, what about you?
1: Well, you saw that one siding in the panhandle. <laughs> no, no, <I> don't. <laughs> that was you.
0: <laughs> that's not even in the Southwest Texas panhandle, man. Come on, you don't you don't get that if, far out of the country. If
1: one tenth of these eighty thousand on this United States map that's a good point. were true, I'm pretty sure we would have caught one on a cell phone by now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or, like,
1: somebody would have shot one and, like, pulled it out and be like, look, here it is.
0: Well, first of all, all the locations, the gun-to-people ratio has got to be off the charts, because, um, well, except in California, is really it's interesting, but, well, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, continuing on here, the origin name of Bigfoot, I don't know why I have to go into this any deeper, but um, <laughs> the first grizzly bear was called Bigfoot. Was The first grizzly bear called Bigfoot was reportedly killed near Fresno. I didn't know there were any city-dwelling uh, Bigfoot marauding grizzly bears. Oh, well, 1895. I guess that's uh, before they got really urbanized. So, um, but he did kill 15 sheep, and his weight was estimated at 2,000 pounds. So, I mean, you know, you got to take him out. But the second one was active in Idaho in the 1890s and 1900s between the Snake and Salmon Rivers, and supernatural powers were attributed to it. Why does it take supernatural powers to explain what is most likely a bear or a gorilla? I mean, can't doesn't it just take an encyclopedia back in the? I mean, they had them in the eighteen nineties. Supernatural powers—that's so. what it took to to uh, explain this thing away. <laughs> I don't know, hmm. but uh, so I guess this is maybe a news expert. Uh, expert news expert excerpt nearly twice the size of an ordinary actually i don't know how they talked back in the 1890s but it wasn't english nearly twice the size of an ordinary Grizzly. bigfoot for years has levied his tribute of prime steers and no one has been found brave enough or clever enough to catch or kill him they weren't too bright in the 1890s if nobody was brave enough or clever enough to catch a 2000 pound gorilla that was over six feet tall you can't find him with a single think- go ahead <laughs>
1: You'd think one of these would just die of old age out somewhere and you'd see it.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's like, um, you know, th- that is a good point, but I don't know. Maybe they make it like a cocoon or something and because, uh, I mean, they're so smart. Or, I don't know, maybe they're cannibal. Maybe they eat each other. I bet that's what it is, they eat each other because, I mean, you know what a bear does in the woods. So, I mean, so, uh, but with a single blow of his giant paw, he kills the largest and best animal he can find and usually takes the pick of a herd. He makes a single meal of the animal and is usually a meal that would provide a camp full of men for a week and disappear, never to return to that locality again that season. So I guess there's a Bigfoot season?
1: Yeah, didn't they just pass a law somewhere that...
0: Uh-huh, I think so. We need to pull that you know, up.
1: state just passed the, the Bigfoot season?
0: What do you think the bag limit awesome is?
1: Not, it'd be awesome if it's not year-round. If it's like <laughs> November 2nd through
0: thanksgiving <laughs> so this is uh this is right next door landon this is in oklahoma oh, it's
1: oklahoma that's right that's
0: right oklahoma may yeah. soon have an official big hunt bigfoot hunting season and a twenty five thousand dollar prize for catching it that's all that is all Twenty five thousand. one of the most famous myths or folklore tales that's ever been told and you're getting a le- measly twenty five large? Come on, man! So
1: and isn't isn't having a having an ear horn with an odd number around of kernels? Isn't it worth more than that? <laughs> yeah,
0: I would think so, but uh, yeah, it would be worth something. But um, so yeah, this this article out of Travel and Leisure says, "Love a good conspiracy theory." Oklahoma is looking for you. Does this so? Does you think does this make Oklahoma look good or bad? it doesn't make them look good it doesn't make them look good well you know so an oklahoma representative introduced a new bill and it sounds like i've got a bigfoot upstairs but it's just a nine-year-old boy introduced a new bill to the state legislature in attempt to open up licenses for bigfoot hunting season yes for real they don't have a whole lot going on in oklahoma in the uh in the capital city of oklahoma city do they is that
1: like right next to your duck stamp?
0: I don't. Do you think you get it? I think you get a, like a, a foot stamp or something, don't you? I mean, imagine carrying that thing around. So, and so, would you have to tag a Bigfoot? How would you. Um, What do you think? Okay. You have to, huh?
1: You have to tag him on his foot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would what it, what, what it take to take a Bigfoot down? You think. I oh, mean, would it a take seven a 37 mag? Seven mag? Yeah, you think.
1: Maybe a. You might be able to get one down with a 270 if you hit him just right, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to risk it.
0: Now, if they're so, do you think they're more related to bears or gorillas? Because I mean, they walk upright all the time.
1: I'd say gorillas.
0: Okay. So, the reason I ask is because if they were closely related to bears, we all know that if you don't shoot a bear in the head, you know they can still they can stay alive for how long because their their heart beats so slow.
1: Yeah, look at that one in the great outdoors where I shot him in the ass. <laughs>
0: I think that was a fake. <laughs>
1: that, was, that was one of the best best moments in movie history. In that camping
0: awesome. camping moving history, yeah, movie history. But uh, yeah, you know, I mean, you don't think it'd take like a thirty out six or something?
1: Oh, that would do it. I mean, if it's uh,
0: what's bigger? big six seven mag seven mag that's pretty similar similar. Okay, there. lots of knockdown, lots of knockdown. Yeah,
1: maybe maybe a two seventy if you hit him just right, but.
0: What would what would what would determine hitting him right? Where do you shoot him at? Head shot, chest shot,
1: chest, head. Okay. Ch- chest and above.
0: Uh huh. Wonder how much. I
1: the- <laughs>
0: wonder how much meat is on a Bigfoot.
1: Nobody knows.
0: Do you, do you remember the Bigfoot pizza at Pizza Hut? It was a long rectangular one. Remember oh, that?
1: Yeah, that was awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh man, that was the man. If they brought Bigfoot to youth to youth night, man. Oh. Not little Caesars or
1: that Pizza Hut.
0: Pizza Hut. Oh. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Pizza Hut. No, no, we didn't have little Caesars back then. Yeah, I man, that was the yeah. Bigfoot. So um, I can't remember if there was a movie that was kind of they were promoting alongside that, but I remember it was like a bigger than a large pizza because it was I don't know. It's. A, it's america so you know we measure our food and feet so you know it was three feet long and two feet wide um, bigfoot uh, pizza and that's when you got your um what was the uh book it your book pin? if you read so many books at school you got to go get <laughs> stickers on it and you get a free personal pan pizza man that was the bitchinest thing and they had that freaking you got your own deep dish cast iron skillet to go with it you know to eat out of it felt <laughs> like you were in chicago or whatever man it was great but I digress again. So this representative said, do you, okay, do you think this is a Democrat or a Republican?
1: Hang on. Say that again.
0: Democrat or Republican re- representative that's that's uh, introducing this bill?
1: With hunting, I'd, I'd go with the Republican.
0: Okay, let's see. Survey says Republican. I don't think there are any Democrats in Oklahoma, to be honest with you. They're redder than Texas. But um, it says he says, a lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot, but a lot of people do. <laughs> Man, I don't know who this guy's speechwriter is, but he, he probably came up with the name Bigfoot all by himself. Humphrey said in a statement explaining the licenses would be regulated by the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission and the Sci-Fi Channel. There would be set dates for hunting the mythical creature, just as there are other wildlife. You think they would hunt Bigfoot like on January 32nd and December, the December the 11th. And um, I mean, what days are they going to, you think it's just like a weekend deal, like like antelope or something. But um, he says, I have been in the woods all of my life and I have never, ever seen a, any sign of Bigfoot. I have never heard of Bigfoot, but I have some people that I know that are good Solid people who I will guarantee you 100% have said they have had an experience with Bigfoot. Now, that is a little questionable. They didn't say they saw Bigfoot. They said they have had an experience with Bigfoot. So right there off the bat, I don't know who this guy's hanging out with, but he continues on saying, so I know there are people out there that you will not convince that Bigfoot doesn't exist. There's like 15 negatives in that sentence I could not keep track of. (laughs) While Humphrey's idea may seem silly, he says... It could attract many more visitors to the state. So there you go. It's all about a tourism grab, trying to get a bunch of weirdos to come hunt Bigfoot.
1: Can you imagine that in 2021 we're giving out licenses to hunt mythical creatures? (laughs) Absolutely. I
0: absolutely believe it, Landon. There's nothing I don't believe anymore. I am not surprised by anything. Bigfoot.
1: That's awesome.
0: Bigfoot hunting licenses. Do you think they... I mean, I'm sure there's a Loch Ness Monster license. I don't know what the regulations and licensing is over in the the Green Isles or what. I can't remember if that's Ireland or wherever it's at. But uh,
1: Nessie, our, our underwater ally. Our underwater can't, ally. Yeah, yeah, not her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, but the thing is, see, the difference between Bigfoot <laughs> and Loch Ness Monster is... I mean, so when was the first... I mean, there's not like multiple sightings of the Loch Ness Monster. Isn't it just... The Loch Ness Monster. It's not like there's a Bigfoot here. There's another Bigfoot. It's not like a family of Loch Ness Monsters. I think it's like one uh, immortal underwater sea creature that's always out yeah. of focus. So this guy I see is... How many
1: sightings of the Monster. Okay,
0: you look at that. Well, so, get, so Let's see if we can cover anything else here. Um, so some hal- alleged behaviors. Oh, my God. They've got a scientific name for it uh oh no i guess this is a scientific name uh, i don't know if it's species genus or whatever it is but um they think he might originate from the relicit population of gigantopithecus i figured it'd be like Gigantofutus or something but no so they have a fossil jaw of the extinct primate gigantopithecus Blackie. that's what it says so um that's the most scientific thing i can find here is that oh jane goodall got in on it but um that's the most scientific thing i've gotten out of this is maybe it's a, a a ancestor it's a descendant of the primate family before homo sapiens got here so um whatever the case it's, um, oh yeah, man, you get on Wikipedia and it goes for pages and pages and pages, man. So, um, I don't know. So yeah, like here's a tongue in cheek sign warning, a tongue in cheek sign warning of Bigfoot crossings on Pikes Peak highway in Colorado. Now I've been to Pikes Peak and I I never saw any Bigfoot. Now this, this sign, if you get on Wikipedia and look at it, It looks just like that Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. So I'm pretty sure they stole that trademark picture. And of course, some of the other names for it is Sasquatch, the Yeti. uh, Oh, well, here you go. Harry and the Hendersons. Fearsome Critters, the Dewey Lake Monster. And um, here's some. Yeah, I just got a notice on my phone here that Bigfoot's in the area. But uh, there's actually some Bigfoot organizations And the oldest and largest is the Bigfoot Losers of Northeastern Oregon. And um, no, this is the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. They also provide a free database to individuals and other organizations. Their website includes reports from across North America that have been investigated by researchers to determine credibility. Another includes the North American Wood Ape Conservancy. Wood Ape, which prefers to refer to the creature as the North American Wood Ape. Other similar organizations exist through many U.S. states, and most often and most probably they serve punch and stale off-brand Oreo cookies at their mixers. So um, in February 2016, to top this off of the organizations, the University of New Mexico at Gallup held a two-day Bigfoot conference at a cost of $7,000 in university funds because the math department just isn't important anymore. So, okay, so we finished that up. Let's get over to here to the map. Now, Landon, what's the first thing you notice about this map of uh, Bigfoot sightings?
1: Even when it comes to Bigfoot in Nebraska, you still have to drive like multiple hours (laughs) to have a shot at seeing more than one. That is absolutely
0: (laughs) right. Even Bigfoot wouldn't step their happy ass in the Nebraska panhandle. The only person that'll live there is Casey Seymour. So, um, Yeah, so Bigfoot likes the trees. And maybe that's because he must be... And you know what's interesting here is there ain't one sighting in Mexico. I mean, literally, the border stops any Bigfoot sightings. I don't know. It
1: looks like there's one just north of Sonora. Just
0: north of Sonora, but that's still still in Arizona, man. There ain't no Mexican Bigfoots walking around. So Mm -hmm. um, there's even... Oh, no. They've got... They've got one out there west of Vancouver. It looks like it's out in the water, but I'm sure that's probably an island of some sort. At least I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, it could be. What's the scary thing is, is the icon of the Bigfoot is actually bigger than the island that that was sighted on. So, you know, take that for what it's... Now, what I'm really surprised at is the lack of sightings in Nevada. I mean, ain't, ain't that where Area 51 is? I mean, there's one in Vegas and it looks like there's one maybe up in Reno. And those are the only two sightings in Be- Nevada.
1: Vegas is, you know, they're pretty, they kind of stick to that. What happens in Vegas stays I in Vegas. I guess so,
0: man. <laughs> they just tight lip. So, um, also, so if you also pull this map up, if you draw a line, I mean, it starts before you get to the Mississippi as you're going east, but uh, there's been one sighting in Amarillo. I don't know where that is, or I don't know where that would have been in Amarillo. If that was at the Cadillac Ranch or Midnight Rodeo or, uh. And then there's another sighting up in Stanet, it looks like. And this is the guy that circled it. And then it looks like maybe there's a couple two a couple sightings in Raiderland. And this is also surprising. Not any sightings that are unless this one is Roswell. It may, this looks too far east or west to be Roswell over in New Mexico. Yeah. But um but once man, once you get into eastern Oklahoma, L- Louisiana, you can't walk through Louisiana without seeing a Bigfoot. I mean, it is pure Bigfoot sightings. The only thing more dense than that is Florida. And, I mean, let's be honest. Who's surprised about that? Half the people in Florida look like Bigfoot. So, I mean.
1: I'm surprised there's not more in Montana. I mean, all those mountains, you think.
0: They well, it's true. It's true. Maybe they're too busy working cattle or something. I don't know. But, um, obviously, so the, the thickest parts are all along the West Coast. And it looks like in California they stick to the valley or the coastline because, You go right, if you draw a line right down, kind of, I don't know how you say it. If you go up and down through California, towards the southeast a little bit, it's open. There is no open, there are no Bigfoot sightings there. It's all either on the west side of California or on the east side of California. And I guess maybe they have restraining orders. They can't go into Nevada because, I mean, that freaking state line is a wall against Bigfoot. And, um... but, um, but if you get, once you get over on the East Coast, it's kind of funny. Maybe they outlawed Bigfoot in Georgia because there is a huge empty spot right north of Florida. And it's just like, again, it looks like they have some kind of restraining order. They can't get within like a thousand or five hundred miles of Atlanta because I mean, there is a big buffer zone. But now, once you get up in Virginia, West Virginia, it's a lot like Louisiana. You can't walk through that place without meeting a Bigfoot getting put in a foursome with a Bigfoot, um, you know, there's just no way around getting seeing Sasquatch. And I'm surprised Canada, maybe it's just too cold in Canada because there's sightings up there. And I know Canada's covered in trees as well, except for the plains, obviously, but um, very few sightings up there. So, um, and we don't have Alaska on this map, but I can't help but can't help but assume that Alaska has got lots and lots of bigfoot sightings because i mean really what else are you going to do in alaska so it's a it's an interesting deal but um so Alabama's really thick uh parts of minnesota are fairly thick but man i would say actually i, I take that back them but dense most dense is louisiana and virginia eastern tennessee and yeah all of west yeah. virginia and um most of virginia so um it's pretty interesting to see just so what does this tell you landon what what does this map tell you does it tell you anything about the people or is it more of an environmental thing what what are we looking at here
1: i think if you go like right if you just split the united states from top to bottom that's where the most most uh more people of common sense probably are
0: (laughs) yeah i mean basically all of the great plains and again this might this might completely just have to do with the lack of trees in the plains because i mean god i mean that's why we're the plains we have no trees but um wyoming has a lot of trees in the mountains montana does and new mexico they don't go south of taos so i mean that's interesting and i know the mountains go all the way down to Rio Dosa. but um i don't know man maybe they got better weed than we do i mean it's hard to say at this point but um so we're going to pull over this other map. So it's kind of interesting how the geogra- the map that says the geographic distribution of American black bears in North America, I don't want to say is somewhat identical, but I'm going to say it's extremely identical to the Bigfoot sighting map that just uh, is on the previous page because there are no black bears in any of the places where there are no Bigfoot sightings. I'm not a big logic guy. I didn't do well in logic class. As a matter of fact, I didn't even take a logic class. But I'm saying that two and two have got something together because mm-hmm. there are no black bears in Nevada, and there are no black bears in North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Western, uh, Eastern Oklahoma, uh, eastern Colorado, all of Oklahoma, and most of Texas. So going back to our Bigfoot map, There are very few sightings in North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Western Kansas, Eastern Colorado, and most of Texas, and none of Nevada. Let's see, what about Georgia? So the only thing that blows a hole in my theory here is the Georgia map. All of Georgia has seen a distribution of American black bears. So I don't know. Maybe they're just not reporting them there. But whatever the case, you know. You put two and two together, you're going to figure something out. So, yeah.
1: Again, though, we have we have pictures of actual black bears.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, apparently. So you
1: would think that if Bigfoot existed, we might have an actual picture of him?
0: <laughs> well, allegedly we do. They're just always out of focus and in black and white. I don't know what that is. Can't these people get some high-speed cameras so he's not a blur when he's walking by?
1: My favorite is the is the YouTube videos of Bigfoot that have come out here recently, like, these guys go to, like, hike in the woods, and within three minutes, they spot Bigfoot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's almost like that was on purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: It's you think funny. you'd have,
1: like, three and a half days' worth of footage to go through? <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it's like the Blair Witch Project. I mean, come on. They're in the the first night. They get assaulted by some kind of witch ghost or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like watching a cooking show. They've got all these raw ingredients, and before the end of the program, they've got an entire Thanksgiving dinner already made up. Woo, yeah, it's almost tip, like it... Tip.
1: Here's your chair, Masu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Here's your here's your 18 hour slow roasted pork ribs. You know, it's like, weren't the, wasn't that hog just squeaking about 10 minutes ago before the commercial break? You've already got him in an apple in his mouth and he's you're pulling him out of the oven. I don't know, some kind of a voodoo going on right there. So, I don't know. It's a it's an interesting topic to say the least. But so if you saw Bigfoot, do you think you'd be scared or like? Interested. I mean, because, okay, so we don't have Bigfoot sightings in the, in the mid, and not in the Midwest, but in the, in the Great Plains, Central Plains, Southern Plains. We film tornadoes. So maybe, I mean, you know, we a tornado doesn't scare us. Really, Bigfoot. I, so, okay, here's a good question. I think it's a good question. Where would a Bigfoot live in the Great Plains?
1: Mm, I'd say, yeah, that's a good question.
0: Like, what kind of. I mean, there are, there are caves here and there. I mean, they're hard yeah, to come by. I
1: mean, by. Like, like you go around like Turkey, Texas, and Kitty Quay. Like you have you have some little canyons and stuff. Yeah, you know, well, Palo Duro Canyon. I, you, yeah, you think somebody'd see him down there?
0: I was fixing to say Paladar. Yeah, you beat me to it, Paladar Canyon. Um, let's see. You know Wouldn't
1: that be a good monument for Paladero Canyon? You got the lighthouse and you got these other things you can go see. You got the Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: I think they need at least put up some warning signs for it Just to bring in some tourists. I mean, come on, Oklahoma's passing a bill for a Bigfoot season. So, um yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking Bigfoot season, it's probably gonna be a little bit more drinking and a little less shooting. At least I hope so. Because
1: I I wonder what Bigfoot droppings look like.
0: Mm. you think he's a vegetarian?
1: I thought he killed animals.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Well, so is he only a carnivore or is he an omnivore?
1: He's probably both. He's he probably watches his. He's got to stay in some kind of shape to evade everybody. That's true. So they I can't mean, just do this fat slob.
0: It lends to the question: Does a Bigfoot shit in the woods? I mean. Obviously they have to. Privacy. Obviously they don't do it in the pasture and in, in the prairies of the Great Plains. So we know it's got to be. um, I don't know. I've never really contemplated what Bigfoot droppings is. I, I would think it have to be pretty healthy. Well, now I I, I don't know if I said this um, earlier, but when I was reading about the bio of Bigfoot, but I did say not only were they hairy, um, they had a foul odor. So no closer than anybody's gotten to a Bigfoot. These. These some bitches must stink like shit, because if they can smell them from that far off, I mean they've got quite a, they've got quite an odor to them.
1: I wonder if there's people that 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 lead guided hunts. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think to be a people that guide? <laughs> Guys, we're close. I smell him.
0: So it's gotta be I, uh, you. Gotta be one hell of a salesman to be able I, to lead a hunt on something that's never been seen for real.
1: If you were hunting Bigfoot, how would you attract him?
0: Well, I mean, I don't like deer urine or something. Or, uh, yeah, Bigfoot urine. <laughs> I don't know. You get, I don't know how you get a Bigfoot to take a leak on you, but <laughs> they got to hold still <laughs> enough. Um, that's a good question. It's like nobody's ever said what they sound like, so there wouldn't be like a Bigfoot call.
1: Yeah, you don't like rattle the, the antlers together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: here, let's see here. Yeah.
1: I wonder what kind of call a female Bigfoot makes. <laughs> what kind
0: of. Well, what's the mating call of Bigfoot?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. This yeah. is
1: This here is the sound of a Bigfoot
0: with very blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> the blue ball Bigfoot call. The blue ball. <laughs> it's like he got, What is it? The. Uh, uh, baboon red uh, blue ass baboon or whatever it is yeah. here's the blue ball bigfoot
1: <laughs> the blue ball the blue ball bigfoot shriek <laughs> <laughs> yeah ah!
0: <laughs> i don't know you think bigfoot dudes cock block each other on a female bigfoot i don't know yeah. that's that's a whole nother one but um let's see uh, another uh extinct hominid that they think they might have uh descended from is they Paranthropus robustus more like robustus a blue nut there but um, with its gorilla like crested skull and bipedal gait so despite the fact that fossils of Paranthropus are found only in Africa so that kind of uh kind of blows that out of the water we didn't even look into see about international Bigfoot sightings other than Canada because we know they already decided um, man I can type pretty fast now Of big ten most convincing UK. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Again, these are all American, American. Oh, here we go. AKA Bigfoot World Map. Oh yeah. Mostly, it's pretty well. It's pretty heavy in um India. Oh no, never mind. I'm zooming in. It's I would say America per capita. There has been one in Greenland and even one in Australia, some in New Zealand. America still kind of takes the uh, Bigfoot cake there. Um, I'm surprised the, the middle, well, none in the Middle East, but India and a few in China. So um, we're not the only ones. I don't think any in Europe, one in Spain, maybe one. In, I'm surprised there's not more in England, to be honest, because they're all about um, kind of freaky looking things in, in the uk i bet their teeth ain't worth a shit but uh <laughs> <laughs> whatever the case uh it's it's um yeah it's a sad state of affairs sometimes when you see i would say it doesn't have i mean like sub-saharan africa there's two one in south africa none and i they don't like hot places because they're not in nevada they're not in the texas panhandle uh it's yeah. all i guess they kind of like that forest swamp ass type you know where it's not it's not hot, but it's really humid, and I guess they. I really
1: want to hear these hear the story between these oh three or four around Lubbock between Amarillo and Stannett. I'd like to hear.
0: I would too. Um, well, maybe we can get them on the phone next week. I don't know. <laughs> we may have to have a an interview of the sightings of Bigfoot. If you listen uh, to
1: this podcast and you've seen Bigfoot in the Texas Panhandle. Please give us a call. That's Landon Nolan eight oh six. Please give uh, us a call. Uh,
0: we would love to talk to you if you had any Lubbock. I mean, if it's if it's between 34th and 50th in Indiana and Quaker, give us a call, man, because that is yeah, a well, yeah. that's a square of Bigfoot sightings.
1: If we if we had an interview with uh, somebody that's seen Bigfoot in Texas, we'd get so many listens. Oh
0: man, we get <laughs> we get tens of listens, man. We get maybe oh, dozens. Man. <laughs> But um, yeah, so oh oh, I just pulled up a picture uh, of this representative. He's got the straw hat and the bolo tie, man, nice. and, and he's only fifty-four years old. Just of course, he's a JJ. I'm surprised he's not Joe Donner. Oh no, that's you. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Top,
1: top ten most convincing Bigfoot sightings. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I I ran past that one. They're all um they're all pretty they're all pretty intriguing. Just to look up, he is a he worked at the Department of Corrections for 20 years. So this that's this representative. So yeah, that makes sure uh that kind of explains some of it cuz he probably saw some wild stuff in there. Um uh, do you think he went on a Bigfoot platform? Like that was his central issue? Or do you think he Probably. pulled he pulled that he uh pulled that on the voters after he got elected?
1: <laughs> Definitely after.
0: I wonder if there's a Bigfoot committee. <laughs> this guy's quiet. Do you think a...
1: if Bigfoot does exist, it would be okay to hunt him?
0: Well, I don't see why not. They're killing chickens and rabbits and stuff. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. They have those Bigfoot They have those Bigfoot beef jerky commercials, and he's always. Course, they're giving that guy poor, that poor Bigfoot guy hell. Those yeah, dudes are, well justified, yeah. Almost. He's, I would, I would be uh, popping knots on heads if I was Bigfoot in those big jerky commercials. It's, um, yeah, I'd be putting a pretty sour mood, pretty sour mood indeed. <sighs> well, guys, I think we've covered some Bigfoot. Um, we've covered the Bigfoot, I don't know, HR. What is it? HR, what. Whatever bill it is but um, whatever the case is let's see does he have a HR on it uh house resolution maybe it's just like maybe maybe he's asking for like a unanimous consent or something like that I don't know um of course we know this is probably just an all the uh, tourism and um, kind of play here but um nonetheless well uh guys thanks for listening we're gonna get out of here um, we're actually starting to farm again we're getting some uh all kinds of great manure and fertilizer spread out. It smells like it, well, it smells like it does every day outside. So um, getting all that done. And um, so we're going to bring these huge crops into the Hereford Grain Corporation. And um, they can like pay us $30 a bushel or whatever that chick on TV said here a couple weeks ago. But I oh, would know that was soybeans, $18 for corn. Landon, what would Hereford Grain do? That would be a hell of a dividend, wouldn't it? It'd
1: be pretty stout
0: it'd be pretty stout. I would look forward to it. You'd have, you'd have farmers showing up to the an annual meeting. And, uh, what would we, what would, what would we, uh, whore ourselves in with like a uh, complete gold plated navigators, <laughs> all kinds of stuff, man. That, that would be so awesome. But, um, be. I don't really see it happening. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Landon, as always, thanks for joining. Uh, I don't know why I say joining. You are the podcast, part of the podcast. I don't know why like you don't join. You're just, you're here. So um, maybe we'll get on uh, somebody to join us next week. And by the way, if you do have a Bigfoot sighting, please give us a shout at Trader Brenner at No Twit Landing 44. And until next time, we'll ask you what side of the line are you on?
1: The Dry Line Farmer Podcast, a member of the Global Ag Network. There's podcasts, and then there's this, the Dryline Farmer Podcast.